Hello, welcome to the Mindset Muse podcast. My name is Didi, your host. How are you doing? Good morning to you. Good afternoon. Good evening, wherever you are listening in to the Mindset Muse podcast. I greet you. I salute you. So, last week I decided to skip Monday, last Monday, because I have honestly hit what I call maybe a little block or um, finding the right book to discuss. That's been one of the biggest challenges for me doing this podcast is I'm trying to find the right books to discuss in a short amount of time. So the... I think I'm, I'm going to have to try to do like every other week instead of every every week. Maybe every other Monday we will do a podcast because I'm trying to figure out what book I really want to go with a theme and I just couldn't find the right book and I had, I had um, a couple of choices but it didn't really suit me well and so I decided to wait it out. Um, sometimes I do that. Sometimes I would be in a creative mode and abandon everything and go for a while. Just go and do other things for a while. And then when I come back, then the idea, whatever it is that I need to do really uh, ends up popping really well. What also I really uh, wanted to talk about was the uh, tragedy of the uh, whole uh, Auburn case, um, Ahmad Auburn, where uh, everybody, you know, on social media is um, talking about, I run with mod, I run with mod last week. And this week, it's just kind of, kind of uh, seem to have died down a little bit. And that's what trends do. They, they, uh, they go up for one week or two and then they go all the way down but um i didn't want to talk about it while it was uh, last week i just i wanted to wait and maybe wake up people's uh consciousness this week and and see what exactly um how we are how is our conscious uh mind at this time especially on social social media it's like something like a social injustice um is being done we're all outraged but then for for a couple of weeks and then we go back to our lives we go back to normal that's the cycle of of this whole thing um what um what strikes me as odd in all of this was that I was reading on uh, up on a couple of uh, people, you know, a couple of uh, people who look black and they were on the side of the killer. I don't understand extremists and I don't want to. I don't understand people who blame the victim I cannot fathom 
somebody losing their lives and another person is completely disconnected from that fact. I don't really care about the circumstances that happen. I, I don't care about that. What I care about is that somebody decided that they needed all of these weapons and they bought all of these weapons and they get bored. Of course, you know, you have all these weapons, you don't know what to do with them. And you're in Georgia and, you know, you used to be an ex-cop. You're very, you, you know everybody, you know the governor, you know everybody. You know that you can make stuff up. You probably got away with a couple of stuff like that before. So why not do it another time? You know, so you decide, hey, you know, this this black guy comes around and you've been witnessing black men being murdered by the police and no one doing anything about it. Why can't you do it? You know, that's probably the thought that goes into people's mind that commit stuff like that because they are so sure that they will get support. They are so sure that America is ready to blame the victim when they're black. They are 1,000% ready to be defended by the American public and by the American law. They know like they know, like they know, like they know, like they know that there is multiple examples of this in the public eye and so they're no longer afraid of anybody that is black because the law has told them already that it was okay to harm those uh, that are black and vulnerable the law has allowed it and in this case a murder case Somebody's life was lost and the police did not budge to arrest anybody until there was a public outrage. If it wasn't for a public outrage, there would not have been any arrest. Make, please know that there would not have been any arrest have we not heard about this kid. And this is kind of like karma for the McMichaels because I really do not believe that this guy has been in law enforcement in Georgia all these years. I don't believe that he has not harmed any other African-American before. I believe that this is a sport. I believe that he's probably gotten away with the couple before. But the way karma works is that when when you're hurting people and you're killing them and you're hurting them and you're killing them they can't speak for themselves right because they're dead but eventually one other killing is their their spirit is going to be so strong and so angry at you that their spirit is going to demand that you be responsible for this 
And I believe that Ahmad's spirit was so angry and so strong that his name must echo into our minds and into into this system. His name must must resound in our households, in our on our streets and on our TVs and social medias because his spirit was so angry and he's speaking for a lot of the victims that may have gone uh, that may have passed uh, through the channel of the McMichaels through their wrongdoings to those who are vulnerable those people act the way they do the vigilantes they do what they do because the law is on their side they do what they do because the law protects them not the ones that they kill uh, the law will always save them and there will be people always behind them and I saw it there was a public uh, group on Facebook about about this there was a public uh, you know there was some groups that they said justice for uh, make the McMichaels and I'm thinking like it's it's a mind blowing that a life is lost and it's taken by two individuals and those individuals are not asking for justice against whom against the dead person <laughs> like i've tried to figure it out who are you going to put in jail who's hurt who's whose life is lost here who lost the most you took a life and you have the nerve to ask for justice against whom? Like, are you going to bring him back from the dead and then judge him upon his actions on that day and say, oh, Ahmad, you know what? Come back from the dead because we want justice for ourselves too. You provoked us. You were walking around in our neighborhood. That's why we killed you. How how could you walk around in our neighborhood looking suspicious? Don't you know that black men like you walking around our neighborhood look suspicious? Ahmad, now that you're awake, we want to we want you to understand why we punished you. Now that you're awake, we want you to understand why we harmed you, why we took your life away, because we want justice too. We want justice too. We want justice too because you provoked us. We are the victims. We know you. we took your life, but we are the victims. You see that logic? It's like, it's for, it's for the birds. <laughs> it's for the birds. And I saw this. I can say I, I, I call her names that I couldn't say. Her name is Cadence Owens. Uh she by the way, she she's trying to run for office. She was she, she's she she's a black she has a black face, but I call them Uncle Tom's. And she's actually trying to justify this murder. And then she said she wasn't. She's like Oh, we, we, we're not saying that death was 
was necessary. Well, whether or not you're saying it, the fact that you actually tried to exonerate these killers, Cadence, is the real problem that America has. Because Uncle Toms like you have never helped Black America get further in life. People who decide that they don't want to look at the truth of the tragedy that's happening to black people in this country. People who want to close their eyes. People who want to stay numb to it. Because they say, oh, if you focus on that, you know, it's, 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 that means that you're trying to make the black person into a victim. <laughs> It's not that they're trying to make the black person into a victim. It's the fact that there is an undertone and a preconceived notion from the descendants of slave owners that anybody that's black, because they once were slaves, anybody that's black has no dignity and has no sense of humanity, has no definition of humanity. There's still people that believe that because of because of how their great-great-great-grandfathers uh, treated black people. There are people who still believe that black people do not deserve the same rights. There are people who still believe that slavery should uh, should still be uh, in motion and you have a black face and you come here and you try to you know stay all this bs about how you you don't see uh anything wrong with what the McMichaels did cadence are you real how much did they pay you to say that when i saw that it hurt my heart because she has a black face and they always use black faces they always use black faces to come and heart and harm other black people like Martin Luther King was killed by a black person so they would take a black person and they brainwash them to the point where they hate their own kind and they become more dangerous than any white person to black people and that person now will go around talking really bad about black people and that person you know um that person will hurt other black people that person has now become a weapon and the saddest thing is these people who these black people who think like that they think that they are an advantage they think that they are the smart ones that got away from all of the problems and and then the 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 thing is like they 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 have children and those children aren't aren't going to be white they're going to be black even if you you know marry a white person cadence owens uh your child is still black cadence owens and if what i'm trying to say is like there are some black people who believe that uncle toms are the ones that are winning in american society so they decide to become an uncle an uncle tom that's basically it. it's a survival tactic they think that if they become 
and more like white people than or think more like them then they won't be victimized then so so they become more like that um so yeah so uncle tom's have this grandiose idea that they're better than other black people who think they're quote unquote victims and it reminds me of that dave chappelle (laughs) there's a dave chappelle uh uh what do you call it he did like a little clip back in the day where he he was a blind man right and he was adopted by uh some families in the south and uh he he was he he was in the KKK and uh he was the leader of the KKK actually and uh he came to the KKK meeting one day and he was shouting all of these hateful things about about black people and about you know how he's going to kill all of them and he's calling them all of these racial slurs and then the the people in the KKK they say you know master we now we want you to take off your your mask we want to finally meet you we want you to take off your mask so Dave Chappelle took off the mask and he was blind and everybody was quiet <laughs> he looked around he's like what you know he's like everybody was quiet <laughs> that's when he discovered that he was black <laughs> and then and then <laughs> and then they call him the n-word <laughs> he said he said he said the n-word where where because he was blind and he didn't know that he was he's been black the whole time and adopted you know <laughs> that's how that's how i see that's how uncle tom's are it's like they're blind and and they would go to the end of the world to prove that they're on the side of those who hate black people and uncle tom's do not uh, help america or black America get to a better mindset. That is a false notion. Um, Cadence always actually wrote a, uh, wrote something about how black people can can get uh, can get ahead in society. And I'm thinking, you can't tell me anything about getting ahead when you're an Uncle Tom, because you are not helping the matter. You're actually making it worse. So that's my two cents on her. She's running for office. So I want everyone who is black to know her name so that when you see her name on a ballot, you know, and you vote against her, vote against her because she's not on your side and she's going to go in there and advocate for people, uh, like the McMichaels and she will want them to win. And so keep that in mind when you're voting. Anyway, so uh, coming back to this whole uh, America thing, it's not, I, I understand the, the whole theory about manifestation. And I think that a lot of people also say, well, 
you attract what you think and, and all that stuff. Yes, we talked about this before, right? We talked about it and it is true that you attract what you think, but human beings do not control everything. We are not in control of every single thing. The only thing we control is ourselves. We control ourselves. And yes, we can attract some things to us. But we are also responsible for each other. Because nobody is perfect enough to be so good at visualizing. And so good at, uh, you know, going into the quantum field and, and visualizing and attracting everything to them. So because of that, we want to be able to watch out for each other. We want to be able to say, you know, uh, this Ahmad is walking through my neighborhood. He's, he's just probably just jogging. You know, if I think he's, if I think he's going to like rob something, whatever it is, he steals, I don't think it's worth his life. So I don't think I should use a deadly weapon on him because even if he steals something, he still deserves to leave, you know, even if it's there burglarizing the neighborhood, I need to get a private investigator, like uh, maybe police call the police and have them investigate. We need to watch out for each other like that, you know, because we, not everybody is able to harness or has the information about manifestation and manifest and stuff. So, uh, So don't argue about how you think everybody should manifest their own life. Yeah, that's true. But we should be able to protect other human beings just like we protect animals, just like we try to protect the, the, uh, you know, uh, plants and flowers. We, we in nature, as in nature, we have a responsibility to keep everything as safe as possible we do even if you don't think a black person is a human being it's still a a black person is still a natural you know I'm not saying a black person is not a human being I'm saying that if I am a black person I'm a human being but if you have a theory (laughs) and you decide that a black person is not a human being that's okay a black person is still a natural part of this life that you're in and you still have to respect that because we all have to respect nature a black person is not a robot a black person is not some car is not uh some made up artificial uh thing a black person is part of nature so if you somewhere a sitting and you think that black people are not human beings that's fine go ahead and think that but understand that they are also part of nature and they need to be respected i'm saying like at the very last source if you decide to dehumanize a black person understand that whether or not you think they're animals, whether or not you think they're plants, whether or not you think they're fish, whether or not you think that they are some other thing other than human beings, you still have to respect their natural presence here. You still have to respect our natural presence because if you believe in God, if you believe in a high power, 
because the McMichaels were saying they're Christians. If you believe in a high power, the high power has told you that it's created everything and you have to respect those things that it has created. Okay? You have to respect everything and we owe it to each other in this life to protect life, to protect everything. And that also includes black people. You don't have any right whatsoever to go down the street and chop down trees just because you think that the trees are are ugly. You don't have any right to go into somebody's garden and and, and start taking out the, the roses and their tulips because you don't like tulips and roses. You don't have any right to go into your neighbor in into your neighbor's house and start you know, unrooting their grass because you don't think their grass is green because you think their grass is ugly. You don't go into, uh, into the street, into the ocean and start killing out all of the fish because you don't like fish. You don't go out into, into the air and start shooting all the birds in the air because for some reason you don't like birds. You don't go out going into the forest and you start killing all the lions and giraffes and 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 freaking uh what do you call those hippos, monkeys, everything. You don't start doing that because you don't like animals. You don't do that. So, if you don't like black people, you don't go out shooting them. You don't go out shooting them either. You don't have any right you have no right to shoot anybody down whatsoever. And they never listen. They have their own logic. They're like, they, they never listen. I, I still have people like that are arguing. I still see people on Facebook that are still arguing for the McMichaels. They don't listen. They really think they, they have every right to do this. There'll be somebody listening to this podcast right now and thinking, oh, but, well, if if you can't follow a simple command, well, you need to follow a simple command. You're in our neighborhood. What simple command? Like, you're, you're just a citizen. Why do I have to follow your command? What command? Who owes you anything? Who do you think you are? What command do I have to follow? Sir, ma'am, I don't have to follow shit. All I got to say is if you're black, get some license, get some guns, because if we strap up, because we're very powerful physically. If we strap up, we can beat those racist scum. We can beat them. If we decide to pull our forces 
the power that we have if we decide to bring that power together and get guns and shoot other people down that are shooting our children and our brothers down and our sisters down if we decide to do the same thing we will win i don't know why black people are so passive i don't know why you're so passive you know that whole notion of turn the other chick it's good if you want to be a Christian, but there are people claiming to love God and know God that are killing people. God's people go to war too for themselves and their and their generations. God's people go to war. Somebody is baiting war at your door by killing your kind. By killing people who look like you. People they label like you. And you're just sitting there praying for them. And, and saying that you, you're trying to turn the other chick. No. That time is over. That time is over. A new day must come. Where we also must rise. We have to defend ourselves against crazy people who think that they own the right to our lives when they did not give it. I'm going to end on that note. I'm a little angry today because I'm sick and tired of hearing about this. I'm sick I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick, sick and tired of it. And I'm angry because I'm sick of it. It needs to be reprimanded. We need to rise up. If there needs to be a civil war, then so be it. Sick of this. All right, wherever you are listening to the Minds and Muse podcast, today was not a very calm podcast, but anger is also spiritual. Anger is very useful in protecting you, in keeping you out of places you don't, you don't, you shouldn't be, in keeping you out of minds, out of presences that you shouldn't be. Anger can be very useful. And in a case like this, you need anger to be able to figure out a strategy. A strategy, not some prayer, a strategy for how to protect those who are vulnerable. Those that the law does not protect. So anger is also very, very spiritual. In case you didn't know. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. This is Didi. Don't forget to follow the Mindset Muse podcast on the Mindset Muse podcast at the Mindset Muse podcast on Instagram. I'm also on uh, YouTube. Go ahead and uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'm still working on that. I'm I'm still working on the content. To be honest with you, the reason I haven't posted anything on my YouTube channel is because I do everything on my phone. And my memory is full and I really need to get some good 
SD cards. I was gonna say STD. <laughs> I need to get SD cards into my phone, and uh, once I do that, then I will be able to get uh, all of my YouTube videos in track again. But uh, this has been great. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. Of your week. Take care. Ciao.